One of the most effective ways to learn and grow in anything is by discovering what others do that are successful and learn from them. We give you that opportunity often on our podcast as we talk to those that have worked hard and achieved success. Today we are chatting with the winners of the September 2020 Zebra Review Contest. Our theme was study desks and what a great theme it was as so many of you refinished old desks to sell or for your own homeschooling efforts and for your home offices. We recently announced the winners and we are going to chat with them shortly. We'll hear about their secrets to their peace and then we'll have a panel discussion on the topic, how important is your refinishing workspace? Before we do that, we want to thank our judges. Katie with Katie and Company Furniture Restorations, Lauren with Portland Rose Studio, Keegan with Lemon Drops Reclaimed, Natalie with Array of Sunlight, and our guest judge for September, Jen with Perfectly Imperfect Furniture Restorations. You guys have the tough job of choosing the most outstanding pieces, and you had a lot of great pieces to review. We also want to thank our prize sponsors. Again, really terrific group of companies and wonderful prizes. Paint Couture Paint, The Lawless Hardware, Surf Prep Sanding, Gary's Big Bowls, and of course, Zebra Paintbrushes. Listeners, if you are able to check out these pieces while you listen to the podcast, they are featured on our podcast page for you to enjoy. Just go to thezebrablog.com and click on the podcast icon. Okay, friends, let's learn and be inspired as we talk to the winners. We have Jenna with Happy Valley Restorations winning first place, Susan with Little Lou Design scoring second, and Jen and Amanda with Vintage Sisters snatching third. Congratulations to all three of you. Excuse me. Congratulations to all four of Thank you. you. What so am I much, thinking? Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lane. Yeah, I got to remember that. Thank we've got you. the Vintage Sisters with us. So we've got uh, Jen and Amanda. So very cool. Well, with everything that has gone on this year, how surprised were you when you saw this theme, study desks? <laughs> uh, not very, not very. Yeah, not not very at all. And I mean, it's a great one for the fall back to school anyways. But then obviously this year, they, you know, it seems to be more in demand for people to have their individual workspaces at home. So it was perfect. It was the perfect theme for this fall or back to school September. Absolutely. Well, so now were you all already working on desks? And so this just fit perfectly with your refinishing schedule or, or did this really, were you like, Hey, wait a minute, I'm going to do a desk for the contest and it's perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple or in my garage already before you announced the theme. And so we were um, somewhat prepared, I guess. And so we had done two in September, I believe. And this one that we had won third place for, I had bought back in May, I believe. And it was just one of those projects that was really, I knew it was going to be a lot of work. So I just was kind of going back and forth to it. So um, this pushed me to um, actually get it completed. So that worked out well. Oh, good. Oh, that's, that's a nice, good story. I like that. What about you, Susan? <laughs> I had so many requests for desks for kids at home, and I said, okay, I need to go find some. This was prior to um, even knowing that was your contest theme. So uh -huh. I searched. I said, all right, let's, you know, I looked for a pair that was hopefully identical, but they ended up being very similar. So that was good enough. And then just started to do it. I figured it would be fun because I hadn't done anything like that. And then I saw that that was your uh, theme for the month. So it worked out perfectly. But I, I did the desks prior to knowing. Yeah. Well, very good. Oh, what okay. About you, Jenna? Um, yeah, I've been working on um, a couple of desks actually prior to the them, them announcing they were doing um, desk as the contest. So um, it kind of just worked out in, in my favor in that aspect, just because I'm still working on some. Um, actually, I think I've got five or six more that I still have to finish. Yeah, so we should have done a second theme, a study desk too. <laughs> that would have <laughs> yeah. been great and perfect. Not just uh, you know students, like teachers or people that are working from home. I've had multiple people that now have been just and going to be working from home and they're not going back to the office and need like one, one lady was like, Oh, I'm working, I'm working on one of those like camp fold out tables. She's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, okay, perfect. I'll, I'll find you something. So yeah, it's been nonstop with people looking for desk. And actually it's kind of funny because that's a little hard to find desks right now because everybody wants them. <laughs> Well, it makes sense. Well, let, let's talk locations and get your weather reports. I got to have the weather reports. So Jenna, you live in New York. Where in New York do you live? 
So I live in central New York. I live in Verona, New York, which isn't too far. I'm about 45 minutes from Syracuse, New York, and about an hour from Albany, New York. So kind of in the middle. Um, it's rainy here today, but you know, it's fall, fall central New York weather, I always say, unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, do you know Sarah with Olive and Fern? Because she's in Syracuse. I do know Sarah. Yeah, I know. She's not too far from me. I get paint from Sarah. Um, yep, she's great. I love her. I go to her for a lot. Ideas off each other and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, I, I love it that uh, when you hear these stories, not only of developing relationships through Instagram, but also those that live in close proximity, really supporting one another in that way as well. Yeah. What What are your fall leaves like? Are they pretty brilliant right now? Or, or yeah, where are we yeah, at on that? It's pretty peak. And like I said, we're not too far from uh, the Adirondack Mountains here. So mm -hmm. a lot of people drive up, go up north, um, which is only about a 45 minute drive. Um, but yeah, they're they're peak right now and they're falling. It's pretty. It's very pretty here, especially when the sun's shining and it's not a gloomy, gloomy fall day. But when it's a nice sunny fall day, it's pretty here. Well, Susan, you as well live in a beautiful part of the country, and I'm sure it really is colorful this time of year. Has the beautiful colors of fall arrived yet in Massachusetts? Yes, yep, they have. We are, I'd say, pretty close to peak, although I'm looking out right now. We still have some green out there, but lots of golds and reds. So, yes, we are um, pretty close to peak foliage season. Now, what is what is your weather like? Are, are you in a, Are you having a rainy we are. day? Like yeah, Jenna? it's 52 degrees Fahrenheit wow. and kind of... Gray and rainy. It is not a nice day today. <laughs> what well, does it look like? You're gonna get some sun this week? Oh, I haven't even looked forward to that. I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> one day at a time here with the kids getting to school and whatnot. Um, hopefully, the weather's oh. been pretty good. Today is our first rainy day for a while, so I guess that's okay. Well, that certainly uh, it keeps you from complaining. And I like your attitude, taking one yes. day at a time, not getting so focused on all the other days. That's very good. Well, Amanda and Jen, I believe you guys are very north. Yes, <laughs> you guys, we are. You guys are probably already in winter. Am I right? Ah, getting close. There. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like the leaves are almost, well, I don't know if they're half gone, but a lot of them are off. But yesterday... I was out on the deck and I could see like some of my trees still have nice red leaves on them and yellow, but a lot of them have fallen because we've had so much wind. So any of them that were just kind of lingering or knocked down the other day. But this morning when I was driving really slow to get here, <laughs> um, <laughs> when we heard about the time lapse here, um, I looked <laughs> at the weather and it said it was already uh, plus four Celsius. So it's, it's like a nice feeling here for this time of year. It's just a nice, um, yeah. crisp fall day, I guess it is. I converted. I right. think that's like 37 Ooh. Fahrenheit oh, or something, 37, 38. So it's, it's cool, but it's kind of, yeah. So far it's not too windy though. That makes it really miserable. So this yeah. morning it seems calm. It'll probably get really windy. But like you guys have been yeah. saying, you've been having lots of rain, but we have not. It's been a really, really dry year here for us. So we could really use a nice fall rain to soak everything before it, before the snow comes. Yeah. Well, we I should not assume that our listeners know where you guys are um, from. So why don't you share what part of the world you guys live in? <laughs> yeah, we're in uh, southern Saskatchewan in Canada. So... Yeah, it's sort of um, yeah, more Western Canada is what yeah, it's considered. Oh, well, so. Southern mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you you guys are just kind of above what Montana, North Dakota, that yes. part of the yes. U.S. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That, that's why I emphasized: Are they already in winter? <laughs> <laughs> I think the forecast this week there's possible snow, maybe possible oh, rain or snow. I guess depending on how cold it gets. So lots of times we'll get a little bit of snow this time of year. And then it melts, mm -hmm. right? And then we don't really get a full, a real good dump that's going to actually stay till probably well into November. But yeah, yeah any day now, any day now, it'll <laughs> be here. And and you guys sound cool with it. So you know what? Well, we're good with it. We're not with really, it. but <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything about it, right? right. Exactly. We're here we to talk stay. about it with other people. You're like, everybody complains about how cold our winters are and the snow, but it's like, we don't go anywhere. Like you just, you choose to stay. So stop complaining. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. 
Yeah. And there's nice things about winter. I mean, we don't want to like totally lambast winter here, but you know, there's cozy aspects. Uh, you can have a fire, you can, you know, mm-hmm. drink some hot cup of uh, cocoa. And of course mm-hmm. that only lasts so long for month to month, <laughs> to month, to month, to month, to month, to yeah. month, right? Um, we might, old quickly. the room, yeah. The rumor is that we might be getting an outdoor rink in, in my neighborhood. So we're excited for that. The kids are pumped. Oh, wow. So hopefully that actually happens. It's hard to to say with all the COVID restrictions in place. But um, so if that's the case, then yeah, the kids will be skating at the outdoor rink in oh, the, yeah, in the park. Great. So they will be happy. And we also, they go tobogganing. We In our little neighborhood, we have a, a large berm at the end of our bay. And so it's kind of the perfect tale for the kids to just go tobogganing at night and sometimes we'll go put a big spotlight out there and then they can do night sledding. So, I mean, you have to make the most of it, right? Yeah. And that, that sounds, that sounds nice though. And I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. that's a, certainly an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get to your winning pieces and yes. Jen and Amanda, you guys won third place and you went with sort of a neutral color and man, you guys knocked it out of the park. Wow. Ah, thank <laughs> I mean, you really. so much. <laughs> So this definitely, now this is an Empire piece of furniture, but I, I have to say, I don't believe I have seen an Empire desk before. Are, are they you know, uh, sort of uncommon? Uh, you no, know, even when I was searching on Pinterest or Instagram for just some inspiration, I didn't find too many. And so in our area, Empire desks and any sort of Empire style furniture is very rare to find and Mm -hmm. it is our favorite style of antique furniture and i mean we can probably count on one hand how many pieces we have bought or found over the years and refinished and so this was from an estate dispersal back in the spring and i saw it online or jen and i saw it and it was very expensive of course like an antique appraiser came in and and I was watching it. And so finally, I just messaged, it was the daughter who was, um, you know, trying to sell her parents' um, belongings and said, this is my limit. I don't want to insult you, but I know how much work it's going to take to refinish this. And so this is all I can offer. So she thought about it and said, okay, well, I'll let you know if I decide. So then she came back to me a few days later and said, you know what? I will accept your offer because I just know that my mom would be happy to have it refinished and used again than sitting in the garage or in the dump. So I was so excited. So then when I went to go pick it up, she had told me the story how it's from Oklahoma. So her mom, that's where she grew up. And her dad was Canadian from Saskatchewan. He was down in Oklahoma playing on a football scholarship. This was back in the 60s. And so he was playing for the university. That's where they met. And then she moved back to Canada with him and brought some of her pieces of furniture. So, and then he ended up playing professional football here in Canada. So this um, was used as her sewing desk um, for all these years that she had it. And so I thought that was a really interesting story. I love the stories behind all of these antique pieces. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the best um, aspects of them, right? When you're refinishing is to find out all these details. And so I knew I had to keep it for myself. <laughs> I We've sold a couple all of our other Empire pieces, I think we've sold. I don't think we've kept any Just other ones. Just that one that you've sold to replace this yeah, one. Yeah, and but so, I, you know, you, you kind of kick yourself because they're so hard to find. So I just thought, no, I have to keep this. I already had a spot for it. I'm actually using it as a sideboard in my dining room because I don't have room for a big traditional buffet. So I'm using it as a little sideboard and it's perfect. So I knew I was going to keep it for myself. So I refinished it for my style to fit in my house and then I just thought it was cute to style it with the vintage sewing um, decor and just to you know in tribute I guess of its story and for something different so I mean the theme was study desks 
but it could so I just tried to portray it as a designer's study desk right that's how I envisioned uh, designers or seamstresses desk set up my mom our mom is has been a seamstress for, I mean her entire life yeah. I mean she's sewn since as long as we can remember so mm-hmm. it was easy to find inspiration for that just because that's what we grew up in right and she also had a lot of these items that were her mother's so she I um got a lot of the the items from her to stage with so yeah it all came together quite nicely and the color that we used was just perfect I just I wanted a gray that didn't have those blue undertones that you can so easily get um stuck with right so -hmm. this one was more of a brown uh, bronzy gray is what they they mm-hmm. called it. So it took me a while to find the perfect color, and but I did, and it was worth the wait. And so, but it it was a lot of work refinishing this. The the, the veneer on the top Ugh. nearly put us over the edge. I just and every time we say we're not buying a piece that has veneer damage, we always do it, and you always think <laughs> it'll be easier than it is, and it never is. Yeah. And so that was one that it was just constantly, okay, let's soak it. We'll pick away at a little patch and then we'll come back. Oh my gosh. So it was a long battle. So that's why it just took months because it just kept coming in and out. Mm-hmm. And But the um, top like really, I mean, it is so worth it because oh. I know so many people say like, why don't you just, a lot of people ask us why we do like the wood tops on things. And a lot of times it's for durability, but also mm-hmm. because it's like, you just know that there's something nice underneath yes. there. Like you, you don't always know, but after those two layers of veneer, sometimes and like that top is so beautiful. And, it's and like- lots of people complimented and said how, like how they just love the top. Everybody was saying the top. I mean, the whole thing has beautiful details. The legs and everything are pretty, but that at the top, everybody really loves and it's a solid it chunk. It's a solid piece of maple, I believe, mm. um, the top. So, and it, the nice yeah. thing too is underneath the veneer, it's a solid piece of wood that hasn't been touched with stain, right? So, I feel like it's so much easier to get that beautiful finish because you're not trying to strip out or remove old stain or trying to go over old stain, right? So it's just, yeah. um, it just, yeah, it turns out so much nicer if you can actually tolerate the veneer removal so i I know when i first saw it and again not knowing uh that there were empire desks i actually thought it was one of these transformations where you took an empire dresser and transformed Mm. it into a desk yeah i mean because i thought well maybe yeah maybe the bottom drawer was bad and you just you know i would imagine you could do that if you had a piece that you know wasn't oh, in the kind of shape that you wanted it we to just be, right? One that's not emperor, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, we do have one in our inventory of a regular desk that, or sorry, a, a dresser that was yeah, done. Just a little one, exactly that, taking the two bottom drawers out and but made into a desk. But yeah, um, and actually, the bottom piece of that desk I wanted to remove because I thought, oh, I will then it'll look more like a, a sideboard. Uh-huh. I couldn't get that out. It, I don't know how it was installed, but it's there to stay. So it still has the actual look of a desk because I just, yeah, couldn't get that removed and thought I didn't want to break the frame trying to um, trying to bang this thing out. So right. it stayed as yeah. is and it was meant to be there. Well, you guys always do a, a really nice job with stage, staging. I think staging is interesting because, um, and we've had these conversations before, but you can go overboard with staging. You can have too much yes. stuff to where it becomes a distraction. Mm-hmm. But you guys always have, mostly t- most of the time, you usually have a lot of uh, staging props. But you know what? Everything you put in there is like, you know, you wouldn't want to remove anything that you have. I mean, it just really do a really good job with that. Well, thank you. That's good to know because I actually was a little bit worried that I had too much (laughs) in this, but I felt like to try and, I don't know. How do you pick which ones you don't like? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think I did remove a few things off there, but yeah, I didn't really know what I could take out that would still make it look good and then still kind of have all of the space kind of filled and equal. I don't know. So yeah. thank you. I'm, I'm glad because I, I was worried about 
that that it was going to be too much. But I mean, the props yeah. were all or they were all quite interesting. They were all vintage. They were um, they were fun to use. The paper on the wall was. I don't, they're not patterns, but they're almost diagrams mm-hmm. of um, something. I don't even know. But they're beautiful if you can zoom in. But they looked like they had been burned. And so all of a lot of those were our grandmothers. And so you almost wonder if they accidentally <clears throat> got thrown in the burning barrel and then she and tried to rescue them really quickly because they <laughs> they all had burned edges and they were so fragile to um, to pull apart and hang on the wall. But they added so much character. Like, they were just so neat. Yeah. And they were just all diagrams of dresses and and different types of patterns and such. So It looks like they might have come from an old magazine, like a women's sewing magazine. They're so pretty. And I can imagine them framed, too. They would look so nice. <laughs> That's what I said to my mom. You should really frame these and hang them because she has a, a specific sewing room. And so I said to her, yes, you need to frame these. Sure. One, yeah. to... Um, keep them from becoming damaged and preserved and they're just beautiful like they would just be beautiful on uh, like a as a gallery wall type thing i was gonna say that if uh if you had sold this piece (laughs) whoever bought it would have wanted all the staging props with it Uh, (laughs) you know what i I don't i don't know if you remember last time lane when we were talking about a piece um and i had said um it's that that stool actually it's the i mean i i had this really nice piece that i wanted to keep for myself so i thought okay well i'll list it really high and if it sells it sells and if not i'll keep it and then like three people wanted it and so then i was (laughs) tempted to do that for this one okay what if i just like i could set i'll put a high price on it you know if it sells great if not, I'll keep it. Then Jennifer's like, no, don't like, do it. No. Someone <laughs> is going to just come and they're going to say they want it. And you're going to be that I'll be so disappointed I that I didn't I keep it. I was like, it. no, you've always talked about the one in your kitchen. Just post that one yeah. and then you can keep it and then just see. And if it doesn't sell, then you and then that other one sold right away. Yes. So you're like, oh, it's meant to be. Yeah, you're keeping so it. <laughs> it's here to stay in my house for years, hopefully. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, beautiful job on this desk. Share your Instagram account for our listeners, Jen and Amanda. Yes, it's uh, Vintage Sisters SK. Very good. Well, Susan, you won second place with uh, your old style classroom desk. You made great choices by going with natural wood and black tones. And I understand your daughter did some of the staging or did the staging. That's incredible. Thanks, Sarah. So good. Mom, when you do the podcast, are you going to mention me? I said, of course I will, sweetheart. <laughs> so she's seven. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to tell her we noticed that. That's that's like excellent. Yes, I will. Yeah, she's seven years old, but loves to watch me do my um, furniture and staging. And so I had it all staged, and she, she happened to walk by, and she said. Oh, no, 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 mom. Hold on. Give me a minute. (laughs) Ran into the house, grabbed some items, (laughs) and came out with a red book and an (laughs) apple and started moving things around. So I just let her go with it. And it actually turned out really cute. I said, nice job. So I took pictures, and that was one of the pictures I ended up using. So I think she has a little knack for this. (laughs) She does. Yep. She's uh, following your footsteps, that's for sure. Well, Susan, tell us about uh, this, this piece, this desk. So there are two of them, um, I think, in the picture. They're almost identical, but I just happen to find this is probably one of my easiest projects. Um, Mm -hmm. It was fun, quick, easy. I found the two um, coordinating desks from different people on Facebook Marketplace, picked them up, and they were in pretty poor condition, although the wood was good. And I knew, you know, that could be sanded down, but the the metal was um, quite rusty. So I had luck with um, mm-hmm. a product that I just bought at Lowe's, um, the Rust-Oleum Rust Dissolver. Sprayed that all over. I was able to get rid of all the rust. It came off pretty easily. Um, and then some sanding and steel wool, rinsed them oh. down. And then it the metal looked great, but I still painted it, obviously, because I wanted the nice black color. Um, and then sanded the, took it all apart, <laughs> sanded the seats, the desk, and then um, finished the wood with just a... Um, a, a natural seal because I didn't want it to yellow. I didn't want any color with it. So um, used a natural seal, put it back together and then did the little, well, I started to do a stencil on the back and I just don't have luck with stencils. They always bleed. I haven't found, I don't have a knack for that. Um, so I 
ended up getting rid of the stencil <laughs> that I did and just hand painted the number and then distressed it to make it look like it was vintage. So pretty easy, easy set um, that I squeezed in mm-hmm. among doing other things. Yeah. Now this piece is, well, with respect to this, we're looking at, or I'm looking at the one desk uh, out of the two. It's all the the desk portion yes. and the chair yes. are all connected. Yep. So it's all one piece now that it's back Both together. Both of them are like yeah. that. Do you have any idea like what time period we're talking about with this desk? I usually research and figure that out. But as I said, I was kind of squeezing this in because I was doing other custom pieces for someone and couldn't avoid doing the desks because of all that request for it. Um, so I didn't research these as much as I normally would. I know I can picture it in a little old schoolhouse, you know, one room schoolhouse for years ago, but I, I didn't get a chance yeah. to research that. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that there's so much wood probably would date it back, um, you know, a good ways because i know that when they started transforming the desks you know obviously they started going metal oh yeah, uh, yeah. sometimes the seats would be wood but then the desk portion was metal uh, so i won't say what time period i come from because i do remember seeing <laughs> i do remember when i when we lived in michigan we had similar desks but they were separate you know the desk was separate from the chair yeah but it had this sort of shape to the desk portion but it was all metal maybe there was a wood top i don't remember i'm curious though on this piece did you find any interesting uh yeah sometimes kids will carve into wood or they'll take their fingernail and (laughs) dig into stuff did you have that kind of stuff no there was no no unique treasures no no gum stuck on the bottom either (laughs) (laughs) i didn't find anything like that and the one right beside it that i did as a pair actually has a little i think what would have been an inkwell. So that probably would give us some clues about the time period too. Um, And they were very similar desks. So I would guess they'd be right around the same um, time period. But the second one kind of that's in the the distance has the top that lifts up and open. And the one in the front does not, but they were still very, very close as far as style and the wood and everything. Wow. Well, these these just turned out uh, phenomenal. You really did a great job giving it the right, I think you even commented magnolia feel. (laughs) And as well, keeping it in the air of the desk's origination roughly around. So you didn't really change it that much in that regards. And that's cool because it has that dated look to it. It's like it it belongs in a old school classroom, one room, classroom environment. So yeah. congratulations, Susan. Share your Instagram account with our listeners. Thank you. It's Little Lou Designs. Well, Jenna won first place. You refinished a uniquely designed desk as well, keeping the natural wood tones on the top and the legs and painting the body. What style would you call this piece and how did you acquire it? Um, you know, I don't really, it, honestly, this piece was a vanity and I got, I took the mirror off. Um, I just, it was pretty as a vanity, but it just was more functional as a desk. I felt like, um, and especially mm-hmm. with so many people in the market for desks. So it actually came with a whole set. I got, um, a girl reached out to me and was, I had, that happens a lot. I don't know if it happens to other people, but you know, um, would be like, Hey, I'm getting rid of this stuff. And they know that I refinished furniture. So they call me. And they want to get rid of their stuff to me or sell it to me. So I went and I said, I'll take a look at it. And and I loved it. I loved this and the dresser that went with it. Um, and so, uh, I don't know. I loved the, the legs, uh, the detail on the legs and um, just the detail on the drawers. And I just instantly had this vision for it um, that I was going to uh, strip the legs and strip the top and then um, give it like this really light, airy, with some blonde wood feels and I'm my favorite, one of my favorite colors by fusion is sacred sage. So I don't know. It was funny. I started working on it like late at the end of the day, my husband had just got home from work and he's like, what are you doing? Cause usually I've already shut down shop and I'm like, I just got this vision for this desk. I gotta, I gotta do it. I got it while I, while it's in my head and I'm, you know, um, I got to go with it. I got to run with it. He's like, all right. So he went and picked up the baby and I just kept working on the desk. And, um, I had it done in like a day or two. I think I was just really honed in on it. And, uh, I don't know. I just had this feeling about the desk that I, I really liked. Um, and it, and it worked out good. Yeah. It's, it's so unique in this and, you know, changing it from a vanity to a desk is a great idea. Uh, I'm sure it's an opportunity for a lot of people to consider. Now, did you, I assume that's new hardware that you put on there? 
Yeah, so I did new hardware on it, took the old hardware off. The original hardware was pretty, but it was a little, it was just a little too big and I wanted something a little more feminine. Luckily, I've been stockpiling a bunch of hardware just because with COVID, it's a little tougher to, to get hardware, um, especially like mm -hmm. just a last minute thing to run out. Um, so when I order, I try to order in bulk and I only had four of the white pulls on top and I originally was going to do all white pulls. Um, and I, I didn't have them and I was like, oh, do I want to wait and order some or can I work with something else that I have? And then I had those other, those other pulls, the teardrop pulls, um, and I put them on and I liked the way they looked. So I just kind of went with it. Yeah, it's almost like now that you see it, uh, I wonder if if you'd had the other pulls, if it had been too much, you know, who knows? Yeah, and that's what I thought. Like, it was funny because, like I said, in my head, I envisioned, I didn't know I only had four left. I was like, oh, yeah, I got going on. I'm like, oh, no, I only have four. What am I going to do? Um, and then I had the other ones, and I'm like, well, let's put them on. If I hate them, I'll just order the other ones and no harm done. Um, but I loved the way they looked. So, yeah, I think it would have been maybe just a little too much. I kind of like the contrast. Yeah. It's, it's a nice balance. Now, on those legs, was it, uh, was it a, a bear trying to, to strip that down? Not bad, no. Surprisingly, I did take off the veneer. Um, and it was funny. So when I took off the veneer on the one leg, the wood was like two-toned. And I mm -hmm. was like, kind of like, oh, hmm, I don't know. But I actually kind of liked it. And I was kind of hoping that the other side had it, but it didn't. Um, and uh, no, it wasn't bad at all. I just, I just sanded them. And they, it, the, luckily the, um, the varnish or whatever was on it prior came off fairly easy. And I was really happy that the, the legs came out as light as they did um, because I wasn't sure how that was going to look. And the top is a veneer yeah. and that looked really pretty too. So it just ended up working out. You know, it doesn't always work out that way when you're working with wood and veneer and all different sorts of, um, you know, colors of the wood. In this instance, it did work out some. And seeing that darker tone on the right side is yeah. is actually kind of um, I, I like that I, I don't know it's it's one of those things that it keeps it original yeah and um, you know that that's what makes a lot of these pieces uh, you know so unique in in many ways exactly um, yep. do you have this piece or did you sell it I did I sold it um, I I had it for a while it was funny so my my neighbor she's bought in a bunch of stuff for me and she had bought in a desk and she was like well maybe I'll I'll get rid of my other desk and I'll sell it back to you. She's like, and I'll buy the other one. And I was like, yeah, whatever you want to do. Cause she was like obsessed with it. And then it, she's like, well, you know, if somebody else wants it, don't hold it for me. And I said, okay, no, no problem. And then one of my, my other customers that has bought in a bunch of stuff from me um, had messaged me and she's like, I, I, I got to have that desk. I keep looking at it. I don't know how it's still for sale, but I, I got to have it. And I was like, it's yours if you want it. And uh, she came pick pictures. <laughs> it's even better in person. I'm like, yeah, pictures are great. But you know, sometimes when you see the piece in person, it is, it, it brings it all to life. I think, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I left it, I left it all staged and everything in my showroom. Um, so she got to see it you know, how I took the picture of it. And uh, that's, you know, my customers, when they come into the showroom, that's what they, they love. They're like, oh my God, I want to buy all your props and your stage and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, you can't have them. I'm sorry. You know how long it's taken me to find this stuff? <laughs> I, I guess you, you would sell them for a price, right? <laughs> I don't know though. I don't know that I would because some pieces are just, you know, some things I'm like, here, you can go here and you can buy them yourself. You know, if it's something I got. Yeah store but if it's something that's like really vintage and unique i don't know sometimes i it's like man i the money doesn't that doesn't even matter i like yeah. you know you just you got like a little connection with it and you're like i can't let it go i'd kick myself if i did yeah yeah but it has it's invaluable to you mm -hmm. well congratulations on winning first place jenna you did a phenomenal job we love the uniqueness of it as well share your instagram account with our listeners uh it's happy valley restorations this podcast is sponsored by Zebra, makers of the high-end yet affordable line of application-specific paintbrushes. Zebra's new website is up at enjoyzebra.com, and we invite you to take it for a test drive. Test drive, because it's more than an ordinary product website, there is plenty of inspiration for you, as well as a really cool quiz that guides you to the ideal Zebra paintbrush you need for your painting application. 
You can peruse the products that range from our paintbrushes, of course, to our latest apron designs, to our new paintbrush kit offerings. That, I might add, come in a really unique canvas bag, and any purchase over $35 or more means free shipping for those living in the United States. Well, it's time for our Zebra panel discussion. Today's topic among our Zebra review winners is how important is your refinishing workspace environment? The discussion is open here because we want to hear about your own experiences, like what has worked for you and in turn, what hasn't worked for you. And I would also add a big part of this is making sure you create an environment that nurtures creativity and productivity. And so we realize that is going to be different for different folks. I'm going to turn it over to our winners for the time being. I'll, I'll start. Um, I think for us too, when I look back, um, you know, say a few years ago when we started, our workspace has really changed over the few years, right? Do you, I mean, I think obviously just with time, you start to figure out what works and what doesn't and and what helps productivity like i mean i think about how many pieces of furniture we would lift and drag around the garage before we invested in like the the simple furniture dollies mm -hmm. right uh, i mean it, <laughs> it's it's mind-blowing to think yeah. we didn't use those for so many years and now it's uh, you unload your big piece of furniture and put your furniture dollies underneath and then you can move them wherever you want so much easily so much easier and and so just simple things like that and i think too um having our your staging area obviously still to this day isn't perfect but it has come a long way to when we didn't really have one um so now having a designated staging area just is so much easier and um You're not hauling your furniture back into the house to put oh, on the wall that gets good that's what we used exposure. to do years ago and my husband would come home and he would just shake his head and he would just sit there and watch Jen and I as we're dragging a buffet through the house <laughs> into the living room to the, the best lit corner and it was a specific time of day, it was late afternoon and then I'm taking the, the artwork off the walls and it was just, you know, so yeah, much extra work and time. So to just have those few things sorted out makes such a big difference yeah. um for sure um we obviously our weather is a lot colder our winters are down to minus 40 sometimes close to minus 50 with degrees celsius with the wind so we can't work outside uh during the winter months so we have to have a heated garage for us to work so that is a huge thing for us, investment. I mean, luckily, that's just kind of how we built our houses and had the heated garages in there. But that makes a big difference for us. I think when it's nice out, we like to be outside sanding if we can just to be enjoying the fresh air or sunshine. But same thing, just having a simple vacuum system attached to your sander to keep the dust um, under control is a huge uh, thing that we didn't do initially when we first started. So now, and even sometimes when I go to Jen's and she doesn't have her vacuum hooked up, they're like, I can't work in here. Like I get high, high maintenance now. I'm like, I can't work in this garage. You need to have your Mad vacuum system. Like get I'm like, I'm like, I, I take an antihistamine before I go out there. I'm like, I can't work in here. So get, get your vacuum set up. And so, um, it's funny how particular we've become over the years with stuff like that. So, um, yes, definitely. Or even just like, um, your organizing of your, the products you use, you know, yes, your, we have like our own storage of our paint and supplies. And then you have your brushes and, you know, like I've seen a lot of other people on their videos and stuff, how they'll have their brushes hanging on like little, nails or something on the end of the cupboard or mm -hmm. like I'll use dressers that's on my sandpaper is all in dressers in my garage too and you know my tools are too but I feel like I mean my husband for sure is 
really likes his tools put back in the same spot, but he'll take them while I'm using them. And um, he likes to put it back. But I, it is nice to always have your stuff in the in the right spot so that you're always, you know, finding it. Like my paint can opener, that's <laughs> one thing that really irritates me if I somebody know. moves it. And it's in the specific, yes. And I finally put a hook, because I'm always looking for my pa- a paint can opener and it drives me nuts. And I'll put it in my little canister, but then it falls to the bottom and I'm digging. So finally, like... We've been doing this for years. I finally just gave it a separate hook, like just maybe last <laughs> month. I'm like, why haven't I been doing this for years? I have got a separate hook. It hangs on my shelf and I never, it never goes missing. So it's just silly things like that, that sure make the day go by quicker or easier, I should say. I think you need to have multiple can openers around here. When you buy paint and pencils, they will give you free can openers, which is awesome. So I probably have 10 of them lying around because as you said, that's oh, one thing that disappears. So I just have them everywhere. So what I can, you know, there's always yeah. one in sight. I only ever get a free free stir stick. I never get free yeah, pink. Cheapos. <laughs> oh, but and but one thing too, like I've been finding I use you know, we have our inventory of furniture in the garage. And so I'll have, we have a couple work tables set up, but then sometimes too, I'm getting into a habit of, I'll be like, okay, so this dresser isn't claimed or whatever. So then I'll use that dresser as my workbench sometimes if it's the perfect height to put the other piece of furniture on top to paint it. So then, so that works well too, right? Because I'm not dragging out another work table. I'm utilizing a piece of furniture that's already in there. And so then sometimes, yeah, I'll use that um, as work tables. We also, we try to keep our inventory organized and up against the walls and like we stack furniture, right? So obviously utilizing your space uh, vertically so that there's less on the ground and um, more up against the wall out of the way. But yeah, I mean, our garages are always full. We're never going to be able to park in them. Yeah. I have to interject. You stack yes. your furniture. Do you guys have like a tiny forklift in your garage? No, I well, <laughs> we can usually manage. Like we're I feel like we we're are pretty strong. I think people are surprised at how how um you know, strong or tough we are loading all this furniture oh, all yeah. the time and and so, and if, if I can't, obviously I get my husband out saying, okay, honey, help me lift this. But, uh, no, I don't think there's ever been a piece that Jen and I haven't been able to move or lift. Hey, I agree with you. I think we have to be strong to be in this profession. Cause I stack my own furniture. I'm like, <laughs> I agree myself too in the garage. I pick up pieces yeah. and people are like, Oh, well, who's going to help you load the piece? I said, Oh, don't worry about it. I can get it in my car. Really? <laughs> you can just, you can yeah, do it. I know. You know how to do and it. the funny thing. I'll, I've actually gotten my son to help me unload furniture sometimes. He's nine and he's a tough little nine-year-old. And so I'll be like, hey, Harlan, come on out. Mom needs you to help unload a dresser I just bought. <laughs> and then the other day I had him and his other little buddy who's the same age. Okay, we're going to move that desk, the one that we're talking about. After it was done, I needed to move it into the house. And so, I mean, like stuff like that, I can't do myself yeah. really, right? It's just too awkward. So I'm like, okay, grab an end. Let's go. So even like my little kids I can put to work and they're quite helpful moving things around. One thing I just thought of was like having um, your being able to put your finished product somewhere is important to me. Yes. I have cats. And <laughs> I always, like I say to Ryan, if you, once something is purchased, like if somebody has already bought something, it's sold. Like I can't have a scratch on it. It has to be ready to be picked up. So we move it actually out to his shop and then I cover it. So I don't want it after it's been staged and the photos are done. I don't want that um, to get anything happening to it. So that's one thing. I don't know if, you know, not everybody has a spot to move it to till it's picked up or some people have a date that they you know, it's got to be picked up right away. And so that helps too to have another place to, yeah, to move it to. Yeah. Now, Jenna, do you stack your furniture as well? Um, well, so it's funny. I'm, I'm listening to them. It's like, I'm so glad that I'm not the only one that's done all of these things. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, this is great. There's people that are nuts like I am. Um, no, when I <laughs> the furniture, I used to do it in my, my living room, in my dining room. Like it was winter. 
and and I was in the garage, but then I had to move into the, the house because it got cold and I didn't have heat out there. And my husband, my whole dining room table was covered in paint supplies and just, I overtook house and my husband's like we gotta figure something out like if this is what you're gonna do like this can't happen and i was just like yeah yeah whatever you know i didn't listen to him and um then i started <laughs> got the garage set up better and got a pellet stove but it was still cold finally got myself a staging wall but it was a little dark you know moving furniture all over the place like my husband would say to me how many times are we gonna move this furniture i'm like this is what i do okay for a living so we're gonna keep yes. moving it <laughs> Just get over. <laughs> and um, I would use that's why I use other I use pieces like and like all of a sudden it's like a catch on. I'm like, what the heck happened? There's stuff all over this piece, but it's just like right there. And you're like, mm -hmm. okay, we can just put it on it or put other furniture on it. Yeah, I mean, it's just so funny how it's how um my shop has evolved. And now, so just last November, we totally Took, we took out uh, a loan and we redid the whole back of the shop. We tore it off. And we, I said, I just want a showroom. And then the front of the shop, I want um, to be redone and insulated and heat. And so it was, it's been a year in the making that this has happened because it started last November. And I'm just getting my bathroom in. My father-in-law was here last night. He got my toilet in. And hopefully by tonight, my water will be hooked up and I'll have a sink and a toilet out in the shop. Finally, instead of having to come in. <laughs> and do it because i'd have my the girls that work for me they'd come and like they have to come into the house to go pee and i was like i can't have this like we got to have a bathroom and mm -hmm. uh, yeah so it's evolved finally you know because it it's, yes it was crazy in the beginning yeah and moving stuff and i never used dollies i mean you know you're muscling things and you're pushing them around and I, my husband's yes. like, you're gonna you're gonna break a leg on one of those things. Like, what are you doing? You're so rough. And I'm like, well, I'm nobody's gonna help me. Myself. So I got, you know, I made things a lot easier for myself. But in the beginning, man, if there could have been a show to see the I, things that, yes. that we do for this furniture, I swear people yeah. would think it's crazy. But you know what? It's <laughs> it's a labor of love, all in all. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yes. And I mean, obviously it's things you just learn over time too, yeah. but oh, yeah. I mean, something as simple as investing in some furniture dollies, you know, makes a world of a difference. <laughs> or just, I usually like when we get something home, I'll put casters on it if it doesn't have them on just for wheeling it around because it's so much nicer yeah. to just push it out of the way. So I don't have the dollies Manda does, but I have casters on pretty much anything that comes into our garage so we can push it around. Yeah, yeah. Makes such a difference. I was going to say, I finally just bought a bunch of bins for my shelves because I would probably waste, you know, a good hour every time I was out in the, my garage is where I do my furniture looking for tools. And where did that go? Where's my, you know, face mask? Where's this and that? And I said, mm -hmm. you know, this is ridiculous. I have to organize it and I will save so much time. So I went to Target, bought a bunch of cute clear bins. My friend made labels for them. And now I think my time is, so, I'm so much more efficient with my time because everything is easy to find just, just there mm -hmm. on my shelf. I'm like, why didn't I do this earlier? You know, sooner, what took me so long to get organized? Yes. Or even me with like my, my hardware, you know, and I'm like searching and searching and that would be half my day. Yes. Like I just spent like an hour on hard, trying to find hardware. Like what the heck? I'll look at the time. I'm like, where did my time go? Yep. Because I would, Organize and you throw something here and you set something down here and then you're like oh my god the girls that work for me i'd be like where did i put that did you see that and it's like right on my face and they're like i'm like i'm sorry i do this all the time i've got to get my stuff together like i gotta like get organized <laughs> because yeah you can waste so much time being unorganized not being able to find stuff yeah. Well, like you could have duplicates too. Like there's certain things that I'll have lots of, like I have a lot of tape measures. So I have one in my storage unit, like, because if I go there, I'll forget it at home. And then I'll have to drive right. home for my uh -huh. measuring tape. So I leave it right at the front door. Mm -hmm. And then I also have a hammer in there too. And, and then in our garage, I have like two tape measures, two hammers and yeah. a mini hammer. Yeah. And then even a little shorter hammer. And then Ryan's shop has, you know, umpteen of all those too. But I just like to have several of those things so that I'm like have 
Yeah. Never looking yeah. Yeah. for those things. Use all the I time. still am looking and I feel like I make it more convenient and I like will take the one tape measure. You know, my husband's like, where are all the tape measures? <laughs> He's like, we have like 12. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I can't find any of them. And then I'll go look in the barn and I'll be like, oh, I left it up there. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a tiny one for my purse too, actually. It was like, oh, yeah. it's a really itty bitty one in my purse. And it's sort of just for the reason of like, if you're at somewhere and you just like have an impulse buy of furniture, which happens often, but it's like, oh, is this going to fit in my car or, you know, so just so you have it. I've had that happen. I got all the way there and it didn't fit. I'm like, should I strap it on the top? <laughs> my husband's like no no go back don't i'll call him i'm like can i stretch this on the top he's like jenna don't even think about it <laughs> <laughs> do either of you guys have a spray booth or do you spray so we did spray we had like a little makeshift one set up with just like tarp you know like a plastic mm-hmm. um, and then when we did the shop we put in a, an exhaust fan and I don't now at this point, we, I just need to make some room, but I actually have some chairs that I got to spray. A lot of times I'll spray, like when I do cabinets, I'll spray, um, and I'll sp- spray like the, the top coat, um, on it, mm-hmm. but I've never really gotten into full blown, like spraying paint. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know that I fully want to maybe like for certain things, but, um, yes. one thing that. I just never really, I, I always wanted to, but then I'm like, I don't know. Do I, do I really want to do that? Um, but I do have a sprayer and I do like it. Um, and I do it for like chairs and things that have like a lot of detail yeah. and that are just easier to spray right. as opposed to paint. Right. Any sense. Yeah. Yes. Jenna, Jenna, can I interject here? Um, do you really want to get into spraying? No, no. I think you want to use paint brushes. <laughs> Listen, paint brushes. Four years and I haven't, and I've had a sprayer and I don't really use it that much. I mean, I, I just, I enjoy painting, hand painting. And I like, honestly, I like the coverage better. Um, I feel like the paint mm-hmm. goes on better. And um, as opposed to when you're spraying it, I don't know. I just feel like there's more, it's kind of more of a hassle. It is a hassle. Just every time you have to clean out this sprayer and yeah, but I, I have a makeshift spray booth also, but I just have tarps hanging from the ceiling that I can take, you know, put up, take down, but nothing, nothing more than that. The reason, yeah, the reason why I was asking was, yeah, do you have space for that? Is that even an issue? You know, is yeah. that an issue to have we that type? Either, we don't yeah. spray either. And I don't think, um, I mean, we could probably make room, but I don't think I want to, to it be honest. Be something that would be up. No. And then the other booth I was thinking of is like the sandblasting too. Like I do have sandblasters, um, but I've tried it in the wintertime. Um, not a good thing to do here. Um it's way too cold to do outside and it just mm-hmm. like bones up because it gets too moist inside. Um, but the, yeah, it's way too messy to do inside without some sort of a mm-hmm. booth or ventilation. So that's something right. that has to be yeah. done in the summertime here. If we do any blasting. Well, we, we know that, that some people <clears throat> combine spraying with brushing mm-hmm. and, uh, but, but you know what, there's something about using a paintbrush, feeling that piece as you're painting it and seeing the artistic elements. No, I, I know, um, we just had to interject that. Certainly. Why would we not? Right. <laughs> We're all about zebra paintbrushes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to take that no, comment out of yeah, mind. That, that question. No, like. no, we know some people though. I I just actually laughed at that uh, and wanted to have a little bit of fun with it as well. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, I do want to also ask you guys because you guys are talking a lot about productivity, and I think that's so important. Susan, you mentioned having bins and being able to have places to put things so that you don't spend like 10, 20, 30 minutes finding mm-hmm. stuff. You talk about having you know, these dollies that allow you to transport furniture around and then also stacking furniture probably so you've got space to work. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I was thinking about that's like the productive element of it. You know, what about the idea of having an environment that is that nurtures creativity. I mean, like what, what do you do for that? I mean, because it, obviously it's a workspace, right? And it's in your garage. Um, 
like is that important to you guys or do you just like do you use do you listen to music when you're when you're working i was and, just gonna yes. do you listen to the podcast yes. the yeah i do <laughs> I, yes like i always have to have music on for sure and then sometimes i get sick of listening to your radio right same songs over and over so yeah i do i listen to podcasts and um i'll listen to zebra i have my favorite uh you know comedians or whatever i feel like it has to be something light yeah. and you know funny to listen to i think for me it my space needs to be i mean we're in a garage or, or a shop it's never going to be immaculately clean right but i think it just naturally if it's tidy somewhat then it just you're not stressed out like if you go out to your garage and it's a disaster the night for myself i just feel like oh this is so chaotic and you can't concentrate and then your creativity just doesn't it doesn't yeah. work right whereas so when you're in if, yeah, even if you're just in a space true. it doesn't need to have creative artwork on the walls or it doesn't need to have something fabulous um in your garage i just think if it's if it's tidy and you can go out there and you can feel relaxed yeah. then it yeah. just naturally you're it just naturally flows yeah, yeah. right <laughs> so it's that's for me that's what more so works um and then yeah i always i have to have music um, if it's, you know, later in the day and it's hot out, I'll crack a beer while I'm working. Right. So it's just, it's just, you know, those little things yeah. that f help for me. It's, I don't know what this says about me, but I listen to true. So I listen to the zebra podcast, but I also listen to true crime podcast. <laughs> Maybe I should go to the music room. Oh. <laughs> and I do a lot of my work <laughs> late at night too. So I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I find that I'm more creative at night, but I, I guess now since I had my daughter, I don't get to do that as much at night. But I think just as a person, I'm more creative in the evening, which is really weird. It takes me a bit to get to get going in the morning to like, you know, create, you know, creative wise. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But since I've redone the shop and everything and it's lighter, it was a little dark, you know, just a little dark and dingy. I just felt like it wasn't a bright, positive area now i've brightened mm -hmm. it up i have like white steel on the ceiling and then just white walls um and then in the shop i did like a white shiplap in the showroom part and just that in itself made it just um brighter and a, a better to work in and mm -hmm. i was able to like you know hone in on things and actually get like some creative juices going but before it was kind of yeah. like oh, especially on a dark dingy day you know you'd be like oh i feel like i'm in a dungeon right now because it's a it's a garage you know and it wasn't just yeah it wasn't pretty and and then not that yeah. it needed to be but it just needed to be brighter and ever since i did mm -hmm. that i feel like okay i don't mind i like being in there you know i like working in there mm -hmm. but there would be times i'd go in there and if it was especially if there'd be like you know sometimes you're done working and you just like kind of leave everything and you're like it's like a tornado came through <laughs> and you're just like oh my god what did i do yesterday and then i gotta like yeah. clean up because i can't just keep get working again when it's like a complete mess um mm -hmm. yeah i feel like it's got to be a little it doesn't have to be super clean because it's a shop but it's got to be like somewhat put together otherwise i can't i can't concentrate yeah and it's important to recognize that what you need to do to be able to create in a creative environment <clears throat> and to be able to just stop and clean up if you need to clean up yes well this has been a lot of fun. You guys have great synergy. I know our listening friends not only enjoyed it, but were inspired as well. Listen, a special thank you to all four of you for joining us today. Stay safe and stay well. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Lane. Yes, this was fun. Thanks. Today and tomorrow are special days here at Zebra as we have two members of the Zebra crew celebrating back-to-back -back birthdays. Join us in wishing Susan Scheip, our customer service manager, her birthday is today, Wednesday, and Mike Sherman, our CEO, his birthday is tomorrow, Thursday. We appreciate you both and your incredible contributions to this company. We wish you guys the best happy birthday and the best year ever. The Zebra Review Monthly Contest is underway for October, and the theme is, well, you guessed it, October Glory, in appreciation of this season's beautiful fall colors. Entries are open until October 31st, 2020. Just step outside and appreciate all the colors of reds, oranges, yellows, and greens that are so popular in nature this time of year. Use the hashtag TheZebraReview and you'll have your piece before our judging panel as they will choose three winners.
This month's guest judge is Joe with Click to Restore. She was our first place winner for August. Great prizes await the winners from Shakto Interiors Milk Paint, D. Lawless Hardware, Surf Prep Sanding, Katie Cloud Candle Products, and Zebra Paintbrushes. All pieces refinished from January 1st, 2020 to October 31st, 2020 are eligible for entry. Zebra Collective Quarterly Contest for Fall is open for entries as well. There are so many ways to create your furniture pieces by reflecting the inspiration of fall with vibrant colors to dark crisp colors of fall leaves, cheery and whimsical themes to the natural tones of the season. Make sure you tag your pieces with the hashtag Zebra Collective. We are so grateful to our prize sponsors who range from Weather Wash, Surf Prep Sanding, The Chippy Barn, Redesign with Prima, and our Zebra Paintbrushes. All pieces that were refinished from June 1st, 2020 through October 24th, 2020 may be entered. We would love for many more people to discover the Zebra Before and After podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast directory. It really does make a huge difference in the rankings. And thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Zebra Blogs Before and After Furniture Refinishing Podcast. Today's episode is also featured on the zebrablog.com along with contact information for today's guest. Your comments and suggestions for future episodes are always welcome, and we encourage you to share those by clicking on the podcast slide in our header at the zebra. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and happy refinishing. Blog.com. <laughs>